the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Persecution of Christians overseas. People say, well, okay, what do we do about it? You want us to care? What should we do about it? Well, the first thing I would say to that is there's a school shooting in uh, Ohio and you live in Tennessee. What can you do about that? There's not much you can really do about it. Even if you live in the same community, there's not much you could do about it. Even if you go to the school, there's not much you could do about it after the fact. Things you could do ahead of time to prevent, to, to protect. We don't do a lot of those things. Making sure there are people with guns in the school, for instance, that sort of thing. We won't get into that. So, the, well, we can't do anything about it. That's a cop-out because you can't do anything about anything that happens hardly in the world. You have a, you, your sphere of influence is very, very small. And there's only like a few things you can really do anything about. And the rest of it, you can basically do nothing about. Except, except there are a few things. And when it comes to this, the persecution of Christians or anything, we can, we can pray. And sometimes we forget that prayer, it's not some, you know, exercise and sending good vibes in someone's direction. That's, we hear, uh, these days, the more secular version of saying, oh, I'm sending prayers out. We say, well, I'm sending my thoughts out. You hear people say that. Oh, this is a terrible tragedy. I send my thoughts out for the family. Well, that, that, that doesn't do anything. Sending your thoughts out. Unless you have ESP and they have ESP, sending your thoughts doesn't mean anything. You can't send your thoughts. You send your thoughts by speaking them, but just thinking something doesn't do anything. Prayer, on the other hand, is a supernatural weapon for good. Prayer works. We should pray. And I think we tend to say about prayer, well, you know, it doesn't do anything. Is it? And if someone's not a Christian, I understand them saying that prayer doesn't do anything. Of course, they're going to say that. If someone's not a, I should say, if someone's not religious, they're going to take that approach to prayer, of course, because they reject the existence of God. So there's nobody to pray to. But uh, it's incredible the number of Christians who will say a similar thing. You know, prayer doesn't do anything. And they'll also say, well, I pray all the time. And it doesn't. Well, do you really pray all the time? Do you really? Do you actually pray all the time? I mean, when was the last time you actually prayed at all? I, I'm just asking you. I mean, think about it. Maybe you really do pray all the time. And you could say, well, I prayed this morning. But I think there are a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I pray all the time. But, but really, they actually never do. 
they might every once in a while think first they, they just, they're driving in their car and they, their thoughts kind of wander to God for a few moments and they consider that prayer. But prayer is a concentrated, um, purposeful communication with God. That doesn't always have to happen on our knees, but I think to the extent that we can pray on our knees, we should, because that's how we should approach God. But it doesn't mean you can't pray in your car or something. Um, that's what prayer is. And I think there are a great many of us who basically never do that. So that's one thing we can do. We can lend material support to organizations that are out there, you know, trying to help. We can do that too. But outside of those two important steps, so you have the material step and the supernatural step, outside of those two, uh, the only other thing that I can think we can really do is, is uh, and now this brings us to the point of my piece yesterday that I wanted to expand on. We can honor the courage and sacrifice of these people, these Christians, by not being such lazy, selfish, apathetic cowards ourselves. Because in dozens of countries around the planet, Christians go to church, they read their Bibles, they profess their faith, fully aware that these decisions may kill them. In many cases, they convert to the faith knowing their conversion may cost them their lives, and they do it anyway. But what about us? Church attendance on the decline. Many of us can't be bothered to drive a few minutes to an air-conditioned building to worship with our brothers and sisters for an hour or two on a Sunday. And why? Why? We flee from church, from responsibility, and we don't even have churches blown up with people inside them like, uh, like they do in other places in the world. And, you know, we certainly can't be hassled to, um, if we can't be hassled to go to church, then we can't be hassled to stand by the more difficult and challenging aspects of our faith. So we kind of skim through the Bible, discarding every piece and part that doesn't suit the modern lifestyle. And we sit up on a perch like gods and we construct a new religion for ourselves, one that permits abortion, pornography, premarital sex, adultery, gay marriage, whatever other sin we feel like indulging in. And um, we do all this as our fellow believer, believers are marched out into the desert and massacred for believing in the word of God. Yet in America, we stand down, we cower, we whimper, we don't declare our faith. We don't even do it on Facebook because we're afraid that we're afraid we might prompt, you know, mean Facebook comments. And I know this isn't true across the board, but but it might be more true about you than you want it to be and want to admit that it is. I, I get emails all the time from people who tell me they're too afraid to speak out against you know, the gay agenda, the pro-choice agenda, or, or what have you, because of the blowback. But what is the blowback in our case? Pretty much exclusively angry internet comments and frowny face emojis. 